0: Pittsburgh head-to-head
1: because of injuries for sure and uh we'll, we'll talk more about that because some team is going to pay him and I'm interested to see what it what it ends up being let's talk a little bit about spring practice because I know you spent time over there and you've been spending a lot of time on Clemson's campus here with a lot going on but uh what are what are one of you two of your main takeaways from Dabo Sweeney, Kate Klubnik, Wes Goodwin the last couple days just some things that stuck out to you from Clemson practice.
0: Yeah, one thing, um, and we talked to to Wes Goodwin about it yesterday was you're seeing the uh, the coaches where they're um, like on the defensive side. You're seeing all the coaches work with each group of players. So you're seeing the the defensive uh, the linebackers go over to the defensive line and work with Nick Eason a little bit. You're seeing the defensive lineman come and work with with Wes a little bit, and by and all the way through. And so Wes was talking about how they're doing that because it allows them to, A, get a feel for that coach, the coach to kind of get to know those players, and also a a better understanding of what uh, they're trying to do as a defense or whatever he's trying to accomplish. And so I thought it was very interesting. I don't know if they're going to do that when fall camp starts or stuff, but they're doing it here in the spring. And it is very interesting. I thought that was an interesting thing to watch going forward. Um, Watched, uh, obviously, Garrett Riley the first day. And how he is uh working with the quarterbacks, and I thought it was interesting you know um, you know how he's bringing over uh, receivers to work out with the quarterbacks during uh, early parts of the drill when they're doing special teams and things like that. He's got the guys over there that are with the receivers working with him. that's something new that we haven't seen. Um, so there's some there's some definitely uh differences to camp this year uh Wes Goodwin said one another reason why they're doing the um, switching with some of the coaches from time to time during the periods is to help uh, with turnovers, to create. They think this is a way that could help if they stress turnovers and things of that nature that the whole group is getting it and understanding why it's important. But he says that's one of the things Coach Sweeney has stressed to him um, and that they got to get better out on defense is forcing turnovers, uh, whether it be fumbles or interceptions, but finding ways to give the offense the ball more. In, during the course of a game. So there's a lot of things that, that have taken. It's just two days, man. I, I can only imagine how things are going to keep growing as they, they go through their next 13 practices.
1: You know, it's very interesting that you bring that up because it feels like a lot of that pedal-to-the-floor mentality is coming to offense. I know the, the one of the quotes that stuck out from Cade Klubnick was about how, you know, they're, they're going with about 30 plays maybe in a game this year instead of 80. And uh, he also talked about how, um, you know, Garrett Riley saying – that uh you know that no matter what the defense is going to do even if they even if they think they know your play you're still going to run it cuz they're not going to stop it that kind of thing it feels like there's a lot more of that and it's very different from the vibe of you know uh we're just kind of going to let the talent take over we're going to take what the defense gives us on defense we're just going to kind of you know keep things simple and keep everything in front and not do a whole lot it just felt like the last couple of years, that's how Clemson operated. And this feels like what you're talking about on defense, a very similar, or sorry, a very different approach, but but kind of the same type of tweak on offense. Does that make sense, what I'm asking there? Yeah, the the thing is they want to keep it simple. And I think that's what you're talking about with
0: the offense. Is uh, get, Riley said that, right, in, in his press conference a few weeks back, where he said he was going to keep things simple. Um, and he wasn't going to overcomplicate things. And I think you're seeing that on that side. And, yeah, I think on the defensive side, it's the same way. They don't want these guys sitting up there thinking too much. They want them to play. Uh, the best thing for a defensive player to do is to – excuse me, I should say the worst thing for a defensive player to do is think. He can't think. Uh, LeVon talks about this all the time on our podcast, that you can't – as a defensive player, you can't sit there and think about what's going to happen. You've got to know and you've got to trust your instincts and go do it. And I think that's what they're trying to do. And by, you know, doing these different things, it's kind of relating, letting everybody relate to what's going on and how things are working uh, to kind of stress that. So, yeah, it is a – it's not like the defensive linemen are going over and learning what the linebackers are doing. No, it's more Wes is learning, you know, those guys and what they do best. So that's kind of what it is. It's not – it's more for the coaches and the players to kind of work together and understand – how they're trying to get a common thing created. So it's not, they're not adding to anything. You're right. It's more keeping it simple and let's go do this and um, let's uh, create some turnovers, get some sack, put pressure on the quarterback, do the things that make Clemson football their defense, which has been so well known across the country, continue to be that way.
1: Visiting with Will Vandervoort here on the program. Time for one or two more with him. Check him out, allClemsonTigers.com, the Believe Podcast Network, and add Steve Will on Twitter. Your level of concern with the injuries and guys that are either non-participants or partial participants in spring?
0: Yeah, I had somebody ask me this on Twitter, and I don't think it's a concern. It's because the injuries don't, you know, they're all like in the sense of Marcus Tate, right? He's on the back end of his uh, uh, recovery. So, you know, he's going to be ready for fall camp. You look at a guy. You know, um, like Bo Collins, you know, he looks good. He's running around like crazy, probably can practice. But they're probably thinking, why do we need him to? This is a guy in his third year. Let's let that shoulder completely heal. That way when he comes into camp, he's 100% healthy. I think that's that's the way the approach is. We saw this last year where they started doing this. Um, and so I think that's kind of the approach. Let's get these guys 100%. Don't push it. Uh, there's no sense for these veteran guys to be out there all the time. Now, Yes, they are learning a new offense, and they're working with those coaches, but it's not going to affect a veteran player as much as it is a freshman. And I think, you know, the only one I would say, Quok, that I would like to have seen out there, but I understand why he can't be, is uh, Adam Randall um, because he got hurt last year, missed the last half of spring practice last year, really wasn't 100% all during season you like to see him get out there and maybe show a little bit more or to do a little bit more and kind of become that alpha dog um, in, the, uh, in the wide receiver room. Um, other than that, I don't think there's really anything to be concerned with from my standpoint of what, the way I view it. All
1: right, quick thoughts on Clemson uh, in action tomorrow in Greensboro. Uh, what do you think the Tigers' chances are? Which matchup do you like better, Virginia Tech or NC State? NC State, uh, without a doubt. I think it, that
0: they're, they're not as good a shooting team, um, and so you could throw the ball into Burns and let him do his thing, like we saw in Raleigh. But you know, let him score his 24 points and shoot 65. percent Just don't let Smith and those other guys, you know, have easy open look shots because that's when they're better. Obviously, anybody is better when there's not a hand in your face. And it seems like from what we've seen, the two times Clemson's played them, that when you play good defense on the ball, defense on those guys, they're not nearly as good as shooters. And they struggle. And so I think that's going to be the game plan. I think it's a better matchup than a Virginia Tech team. Even though you can see a Virginia Tech team that might have weak legs late in the game, they still can shoot the ball. And that's always a concern when you've got a team that can shoot the ball from the outside like that. If they get hot, then you could be in trouble. So uh, I like the NC State matchup a little bit better.
1: All right. I think we're all on the same page on that. Uh if our... Our listeners are not, uh, or they're a little more split, I should say. In fact, it's dead 50-50 right now on our uh, poll, theroarfm.com, if you want to go vote on that or uh, the Roar mobile app. But, uh, yeah, 50-50, NC State and Virginia Tech there. Willie V, as always, we appreciate it, my man. Follow him on Twitter at SteelerWheel. Wheel. Check him out at the Believe Podcast Network and all ClemsonTigers.com. Read the great stuff that they're putting out on that site. Thanks, buddy. Uh, looking forward to seeing you real soon. Enjoy being on campus for the 612 things that are going on. <laughs> same to you man we'll, th- we'll see you at one of those events <laughs> yeah that's right i'll see you somewhere thanks buddy hey ben will i'll Vandervoer. see
2: you in greensboro buddy i'll be there man looking
1: forward to it love it will Vandevor joining the program all right let's take a break and we come back i want to try to button up this nfl uh conversation by looking at the way the teams are signing and uh, and acquiring quarterbacks right now And just trying to figure out which way we like better, which move that we like better. So we'll get to that. We also have some hump day headlines, and we have a winner in Wake Forest, Syracuse. We'll tell you about that next.
3: Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio.
4: Race for the Green Date is getting closer. It's March 11th. If you want to go ahead and sign up, you can do that. Sign up today while we still have some openings that guarantee you a t-shirt and a great swag bag. Runsignup.com. We've got a fun run for the kids. 12 and under. Go start at 8 o'clock. 5K starts right after that. You can walk that. And several people have said they want to walk the 5K. You can do that. Half marathon starts right after that. And remember, there's a four-hour time limit on that. Party starts at 8 o'clock. Julie and Davis going to roll up and give away a great prize for the best-dressed St. Patrick's Day theme. Music, live DJ, drawings for a beautiful emerald necklace from Bradley's Jewelers. Great swag every year, trucker's hat, race shirt, sesquicentennial medal just for completing any of the races. Cash prizes, you'll need to check the website for more information on that. Great giveaways for placing in your age division. I'd like to thank some sponsors, Upstate Medical Associates, 313 Cafe, where we do the package pickup, and Santee Cooper. If you want to know more, Seneca SC events or the website at www. .SC.us.
2: This is Jared Burton on behalf of Burton Properties. My family owns and manages over 800 one- and two-bedroom apartments in the Clemson area. With safe and comfortable living, along with a friendly staff, Burton Properties can accommodate your apartment needs. You can visit the website at clemsonapartments.com or call one of our office numbers at either 653-7717 or 654-1130. Once again, that's Burton Properties, your friendly apartment leader in the Clemson area.
3: For any athletic event in Tiger Town, Mellow Mushroom is your go-to stop before and after the game. Tons of parking, easy in and out, and TVs galore covering every sporting event, along with a great choice of wings, salads, and more. Plus, their out-of-this-world pizza paired with a great selection of craft beers to choose from. They'll be glad to cater your next event as well. Mellow Mushroom, Tiger Boulevard and Clemson. Stay mellow and go Tigers!
5: mattress shopping look no further than engineered sleep visit their showroom in greenville and try the es duo this two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller if it's in stock pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery setup is free plus they take away your old mattress manufactured mattresses in greenville for 90 years call 866-244-0898 or go to engineered save up to 600 and get two free pillows with code wccp
1: better sleep rest assured Shopping at Ingles is where it's at, right? If you're on the run or you don't have time to make a meal, a trip to your Ingles Deli is the best bet for fresh and prepared foods to go. They have everything you need for you and your team, whether at home or at the tailgate. How about a beautiful arrangement from the Ingles Floral Department to give a friend or a loved one a nice pick-me-up? Be sure to use that Ingles Advantage card because it saves you real money at the 24-hour Ingles Gas Express pumps. Did you know Ingles has a great choice of gluten-free products to choose from? Go to ingles-markets.com and you'll find a huge list of those gluten-free products. And remember Ingles, too, for your family's pharmacy needs, including vaccine and flu shots. American-owned with locations throughout the upstate. That's Ingles, where you'll always find low prices and you'll love the savings.
4: Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. powered by UpCountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Your sports.
5: Your hosts. Your station.
2: Second touchdown of the night. Got a little crease in between the tackles. Boy, does this kid look good.
5: 105.5. (laughs) 97.5. a roar,
0: baby.
1: <laughs> Our three continues out of bounds. William Pogermish, Ben Milstead. I'm live at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. And Ben is back in the Upcountry Fiber studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Ben, we do have starting lineups for uh, today's game. And... We teased some of this out uh, a little bit earlier, and I'm excited to uh, to get it down on paper. Here is Clemson's uh, lineup today against Presbyterian, who comes in at seven and five on the year. Cam Canarel is leading off at center field. Benjamin Blackwell has been moved up into the two hole, uh, the shortstop. Uh, Cooper Engel batting third, DHing again today. Jacob Jarrell behind the plate. We'll get to him momentarily. Blake Wright is in the cleanup spot at third base, and so Blackwell and Wright will switch today. Gavin Abrams gets bumped up into the order, uh, playing right field. He's been swinging a really hot bat, six hits and 13 at-bats and four walks on the year for Abrams. He had a really good day yesterday, too. He Arguably, he had the, the best day of anybody at the plate. He was on base four times. He two for two with a run scored and a couple walks. Um, let's see. Will Taylor left field batting six. Chad Ferry at first base batting seventh. Riley Bertram batting 8th that's 2nd. And then Jacob Jarrell, the catcher, batting ninth. And uh, Jay Dill is on the mound today making his third start. Nine innings, nine earned runs allowed. Hopefully he can uh, shake off some of the negative impacts of giving up a couple of home runs uh, in Columbia against South Carolina on Saturday. So that's the lineup. Hopefully you'll join us out here in about an hour. Uh, pre-game starts at 330 And first pitch is at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Ben, we had a buzzer beater. Basically a buzzer beater. Like a half a second left. Wake Forest knocks off Syracuse 77-74. I missed it live. I was not looking at the screen. I was instead, I was watching Presbyterian take BP or whatever. Maybe, like, there's a rare chance I was focused on doing my job during that moment. But... It was a it was a great shot uh, with about a half second left in a back and forth game, and that really might be Bayheim's last stand. And he, it was a very Bayheim way to go about. I mean, just the brush by on the handshake. I'm sure he's yelling at some poor 15 year old in the press conference right now. It would not shock me in the least. But that what a great win for Wake. I mean, they blew that lead and were able to make a couple plays. Hildreth was great at the end of the game. He made uh, two. Very, very big shots down the stretch for them and was able to give them a three-point lead. So they will advance to the next round. How about that?
2: I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. And now we are on Bayheim Watch. I am refreshing the old Twitter account, waiting on the Bayheim meltdown in the press conference that will follow this game. I don't think it has started yet. Uh, Actually, it is. It is going on now, so. Yes, I love it. We and have quotes said, for the press yeah, conference. Yeah, uh, that's what it, uh, just said. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> just reading this says, uh, Beham was pressed on the retirement question, and he said that it is up to the university. Uh, that is quite different than what he said uh, just a few weeks ago, that he would tell the university when he would leave. How about this? So this is the exchange.
1: I've got Brendan Marks on Twitter who covers the triangle for the Athletic. He's covering the tournament right now. Uh, The question is, bam, so you're saying now that you're retiring. Quote, this is up to the university, close quote. So you want to come back? I wouldn't say that was his quote.
2: He wouldn't say that he wants to come back. Ben, that seems outrageous. Okay, here is an out-of-context quote. And we'll have to figure out what this means. Uh and I'm unfortunately I'm reading this from Twitter, but he says, quote, I gave my retirement speech on the floor after the game and in the press room. What the heck does that mean? What is that? What is that talking about? I'm more I'm way more confused now oh, than I was when we started. He also, according to Dave Glenn, says, uh says, as I've always said, this is up to the university. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's not what you've always said. That's not
1: it. You said you would walk into your boss's office and tell him whether you wanted to coach or not. You—that's literally what it. Isn't that the literal quote? I will walk into his office and tell him that I'm coming back. Isn't that his quote to Pete Thamel?
2: As I've always said, this is up to the university. I always have the choice of retirement, but it's their decision whether I coach or not next season. Oh my word! Quark, does that? could that knowing that he said the exact opposite just a few weeks ago it's probably it's been what a month ago i guess um knowing that he said that then and he's now singing a different tune is it not fair to wonder if some conversations have been had behind the scenes between the two parties i i will be honest i think he probably was right until he said it I think
1: right. no one wanted to move on him until he said it. And like I said, you you cannot emasculate your boss that way in public. And it is also fair to wonder if anybody – I said this earlier in the show – if anybody had the political clout and the political will to make a move on Jim Boeheim like this within Syracuse. Because, he I mean, make no mistake, this is like – I'm trying to think of a good – this is like Joe Paterno Penn State without the, like, without the scandal. This is like Bobby Bowden at Florida State. This is somebody who literally reached down in the dirt and crafted a program with his own two hands. It was, a, it was a school that had nothing at basketball and would have nothing at basketball were it not for Jim Boeheim. So it is not as simple as, well, we're not achieving like we want, so we'll just make a change here. It's not that, it's not that simple. He's not the fourth great coach to come through the program. He is Syracuse basketball, and as, as frustrated as people get with him at times, that fact is never going to change. And so I think it was fair to wonder if he would set his own timetable for leaving even as the results got a little wonky. And then he said, nobody's a boss of me. I tell my bosses what to do, essentially is what he said to Pete Thamel. And I did, I had that same thought, Ben. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I do think that it's possible that he got called into the principal's office, for lack of a better term, for uh for essentially emasculating his boss like that in public you just you just simply cannot do that no matter who you are anyway 654 roar is the number 6547627 if you like to join us on the phones or if you like to join us on the Adams and Co roofing text line
2: um there, there, I would also, yeah, there, go there's ahead. there's a lot there i'm sorry i'm just kind of reading through that some of the the q and a there uh that quote i read you earlier he was referring to – he was saying he gave his retirement speech on the floor last Saturday in Carrier Dome at their final game It's what he was alluding to. Uh, also, it's being pointed out, this is the first time that he's ever answered the retirement question with anything but a very definitive no. So um, it does sound like perhaps there is something going on there, you know, behind the scenes and look let me just say this about Syracuse quickly you know they're they're the team that you love to hate and and I think primarily that's because of Baham and the way you know the things that he's the Denny's comments and when he you know just hated coming into the ACC uh they kind of got off on the wrong foot Syracuse basketball fan is actually pretty good and if you you follow Syracuse like Search for Syracuse after a, a basketball game. They are brutally honest about their team. I mean, they'll give you the good and they'll give you the bad. And and they're, they're pretty surprisingly down to earth about what's going on in their program. You know, the other thing is we forget how much they love basketball there. And I was reminded of that when they were here uh, last week. And I and I, I kind of assisted with uh, with some of their radio broadcasts uh, to kind of get them on the air. They start. A, they do a basketball pregame show. Their pregame starts an hour and a half before tip off of every single game. Wow! Now uh, most teams are thirty minutes. There, there's quite a few that are. You know, I think like North Carolina and uh, some others are an hour. But I mean, thirty minutes is kind of the standard now. They're an hour and a half, and every, and they don't have any live interviews it's It's all recorded stuff in the pregame.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize anybody well, I knew Kentucky did a couple hours. I didn't know anybody else was yeah. doing
2: that, but I mean, they put in the effort that they put into basketball is what a team like a school like Clemson puts into football, you know, like with all the you know, we're we're on there six hours before a football game, right. Uh, that is sort of, I I forget that there are basketball schools that have that same level of passion and dedication for basketball. Absolutely. I I think that's very well said. Um, I'm looking
1: right now, you know, some some of the quotes that are coming out of the press conference, he says, it's up to the university. I hope we can come to some sort of agreement. It sure sounds like he's done and they're just waiting to announce it um and that also seems like the university said um we we would like to make a change uh you can either resign or be fired and they're now negotiating what they're going to call it um, and what sort of compensation there will be maybe there will be some sort of a some sort of a buyout even if he resigns i don't i don't really but doesn't isn't that what it seems like to you that this is like somebody who knows what's going to happen but is waiting on the lawyers to work out the language here
2: it it, it really does it, it really does it sounds like he knows this may be it. well I I surely didn't think that we would get it this quickly and
1: a sentimental and reflective Jim Beheim at the podium that also was was wild. I, I didn't have that even remotely close uh, on my bingo card um, that's that's crazy. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. i got a couple of more things to say uh, about this, uh, this Lamar Jackson situation. And then I've got a hump day headline or two that I think the people will enjoy. Final segment is next. If you are looking for first-class service, consider First Class Halt. Here at First Class Halt, our technicians are not
5: paid by commission. All this does is promote unnecessary repairs and dollars being spent by you. We pride ourselves on being honest. We will never sell you a service that doesn't need to be done, and no surprises. All prices must be approved by you before work is done. Come see what first-class service really means. First Class Halt, located in Anderson and Greenville.
0: Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawlspace repair. Call us today for a free estimate.
5: Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com.
1: The world is turned upside down and it's hard to make sense of it all. The alpha male is under attack and people are more worried about pronouns and toxic masculinity. If you want to get that alpha feeling back, get that weight off and improve your performance, come see us today at Low Country Mail. We specialize in testosterone replacement and anti-aging. For around $200 a month, we take care of your testosterone labs and doctor visits. We also offer ED plans, the P-Shot, and peptide therapy. Book your appointment today, lowcountrymail.com.
4: Outstanding customer service and incredible prices, along with special requests. See why Anderson Beverage Outlet knocks it out of the park with their customer reviews. They're your go-to destination for wine, beer, and spirits. Offering 3% savings for law enforcement, healthcare, and military professionals. Score a grand slam with their customer appreciation program. Anderson Beverage Outlet, your home team for adult beverages. 140 Commons Park. Way Anderson in front of Lowe's and Target. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has
5: been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Hey Anderson, if you're looking for a great place to work, Glen Raven is hiring. The maker of high quality world famous Sunbrella products is looking for process operators, process technicians, quality inspectors and material handlers. Now they're seeking experienced pros and they're also willing to train candidates who are new to manufacturing. So check out all the opportunities. Glen Raven offers a very competitive hourly rate plus you'll get a $1,500 sign-on bonus. That's right. You'll get a fifteen. dollars hundred dollar sign on bonus so apply today you'll also enjoy generous benefits including paid vacation and holidays 401k matching a pension program free on-site medical care a 24 7 fitness center and more it's an established company with an exciting future so don't wait apply now at join.sunbrella.com you don't want to miss this opportunity apply today at join.sunbrella.com
0: one day, former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz just happened to walk into Diamonds Direct
2: with his wife, Brooke. The store blew us away. We both got back to the car after. We were like, oh my gosh, like, we didn't realize that this awesome store was right in the middle of Overland Park. And there was a huge selection.
0: Today, Mitch and Brooke are frequent shoppers at Diamonds Direct.
2: Oh, Brooke is very happy about her jewelry. Every few months, we make our way to Diamonds Direct, and there's another three or four pieces that catch her eyes.
0: What they love is there's never any sales pressure at Diamonds Direct. In fact, they often end up spending less than they Expected.
2: We want to make sure everything's tasteful, everything's done right, and that's another advantage of Diamonds Direct is they're not just going to sell you the largest thing, the most expensive thing that you'll buy. They'll find what fits your finger the best.
0: Are you shopping for that engagement ring or that romantic piece of jewelry for the one you love? Wander into Diamonds Direct like Mitch did, and you'll be blown away as well.
2: Diamonds Direct is great and it's just a great place to shop.
0: Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com.
3: Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance, we personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s.
0: Hey girl, I'm the cute one, here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob.
3: The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
1: Liberty.
5: The undisputed ah. sports talk leader for the Upstate.
4: Let's go now you murder!
5: We are 105.5 and 97.5, the roar, where every day is game day. Put down. Put
3: down. See my Sarah.
1: Final segment of the program here on Out of Bounds. I'll tell you what, we've got some hump day headlines. I'll just say this, all right? I was looking at some of the numbers on the Daniel Jones, uh, the Daniel Jones guarantee, because there are people, I mean, I saw Robert Griffin was putting out comparisons. You know, if nobody wants Lamar, why are the the Giants really uh, that invested in Daniel Jones? Uh, If Lamar Jackson got Deshaun Watson's contract, they would have to guarantee almost three times the money to lamar jackson as they would to daniel jones
2: yeah i mean if, if lamar jackson will would ask for a contract similar to what daniel jones asked for which is very good uh, yeah the, every every team that needs a quarterback would sign him right it's so you're not yeah you're not comparing apples to apples there it's, exactly so you're, you're not comparing quarterbacks you're compare, you're comparing contracts
1: I just I just really don't understand. I just really don't understand people who are... I mean, you've you got to be absolutely obtuse to think that it's about anything but the amount of dollars that you're going to have to guarantee. And again, you know what? You made a good point about collusion. Maybe it is collusion. I think it... Uh, whether it is or it isn't, I think it makes sense what they're doing.
2: Yeah, well, he is asking for a lot of money, and I, I do think you... For Lamar, the injury situation does become a factor there. You know, like I said, if he's a pocket quarterback and has a history of playing almost every game, then you're you're not as worried about that. He's he's only played in twelve games each of the last two seasons. Each season. So that's right. Uh you know, and that's two years in a row now that you haven't had him. You know, and also Look, I'm a I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I, I really am, always have been, ever since Louisville days. But there is a bad taste in some people's mouth for the way he handled the end of this past season and whether or not he could have been playing and questions about being the right kind of teammate. It's the first time I ever remember anybody saying thing, that about him. I mean, he was, by all indications, a, a model citizen up until – this contract issue you know in the locker room but i mean that that is being brought up too whether or not that factors into this probably not but it is something you never know That's exactly right. Um, We'll see what happens with that.
1: We'll talk a little more of that. Mike Bonds is going to be with me tomorrow. We'll talk a little more about this issue and start parsing out the different quarterback situations. For now, though, Ben, we have to do what we came here to do on a Wednesday, which is hear from our friend the camel. Uh
5: Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is?
3: It's Hump Day.
1: Ben, it is Hump Day. Headlines. I'm going to begin with a very serious headline. This is out of uh, the University of Iowa. Uh, they have paid four million dollars to say it's actually a little more than four million dollars to settle a lawsuit brought by former Iowa football players who alleged racial, racial discrimination in Kirk Ferentz's program. You'll remember these allegations from. A few uh, years ago. Now you might say that the school is very glad to get this off the books and you would be right. One person who is not glad about it is Kirk Ference, who said, quote, he was greatly disappointed in how the matter was resolved. Quote, these discussions took place entirely without the knowledge or consent of the coaches who were named in the lawsuit. In fact, the parties originally named disagree with the decision to settle, fully believing that the case would have been dismissed with prejudice before trial, close quote. So, Why did they settle, Ben? Well, it might have something to do with the fact that this is the fourth, the fourth settlement under Gary Barda, the Iowa Athletic Director, in 16 years that they've had to make due to discrimination. That includes a $6.5 million settlement over the firing of former field hockey coach Tracy Greasebaum in 2017. Maybe Iowa is tired of settling discrimination suits because they don't have a leg to stand on here. I'm just gonna point out I'm not sure how uh I'm not sure how Kirk Ferentz keeps his son employed, and I'm not sure how Gary Barter, who by the way, had to sit up there and be the voice of the Football playoff committee a couple years ago, like an alleged respectable administrator. How do you still have a job if this is the way your athletic department operates? I do not get this at all, but you know, um good on Iowa for once again finding a way to settle a lawsuit.
2: Wow, that's uh four and 16 years that's that's a little disturbing that's a lot uh uh, mine is a lot more enjoyable than that story (laughs) (laughs) i knew that it would be i knew that it would be quark are you familiar with uh the fact that the los angeles clippers are building a new building uh Uh, no i've not seen yeah so they they obviously they have shared a building with the lakers for like 25 years now they are building a new state-of-the-art facility in Inglewood near SoFi Stadium. Their owner, Steve Ballmer, uh, made billions through Microsoft, is very, very involved with the Clippers, and he's excited about this new building. They just recently hung the last piece of steel to it, uh, so they had a little meet-and-greet with the media, and... To which Steve got really, really excited about one part of the new building. Take a listen. And take a listen now. Toilets! 1160 toilet journals. Three times the NBA average number of toilets. We do not want people waiting in line. We want them to get back to their damn seats uh, at the end of the half before the game. He's not it's, it's, he's like works? we just signed an NBA All-Star. We're going he's going to put us over the hump. No, not that excitement. It was excitement the fact that his new building is going to have 1160 toilets in it. 3 <laughs> times the NBA average. <laughs> I Nobody's people... going to sit and live for a toilet ever again. Oh, um, I so this, this has apparently become the joke on the job site, and he is having fun with it too. That he is an obsessive guy, and he kind of locks his mind on one one aspect. The toilets in the new building is his thing, and he is obsessing about the toilet system. I, you know, I applaud the man. I, I mean, you, you know, the last thing you want to do is is be stuck in line while, you know, there's a game going on. 1,160 toilets for an 18,000-seat arena. You know,
1: Ben, I I very much appreciate Steve Ballmer's passion. I'm, I'm going to have to request that we cut out toilets and just hotkey that sucker <laughs> because I don't know how, but we have to use that. I don't know if it's something that smells bad. I don't know if it's when a coach says we need to flush it and move on to the next game. I don't know, but we we are going we are going to use toilets sometime in the very near future.
2: Yeah, it, it also just one other thing about this the arena, uh, courtside cabanas, courtside cabanas. Oh, I love that now. That's very Florida of them. Okay, the people who would sit courtside, who can afford that, this is celebrities are going to take courtside cabanas. Uh, most cabanas you can close off for privacy i don't want to have to think about what might be going on inside of a closed-in cabana between celebrities <laughs> during a clippers game <laughs> tell me i'm wrong
1: <laughs> or maybe some of the non-playing clippers uh
3: well, during a clippers
1: game uh just just throwing that out there oh man i don't even think about that that's well now my mind's just going crazy um, I have I have only one more headline, and this is a big one. Ben, I have begun recently uh, with some travels and some hotel stays and things like that. I have gotten into season one of the Netflix golf documentary, Full Swing. I'm about halfway through. Oh, man. I, I, I will just tell you, I feel incredibly conflicted about Ian Poulter, whose daughter uh, is flying on a private jet wearing a Clemson sweatshirt. That's not why, but it did. It was a nice feather in the cap there. Um, I, it, it has made me feel some things that I'm not comfortable feeling. But it is an incredible documentary. Netflix is renewing both Full Swing, Full Swing, and Breakpoint, the tennis documentary for season two, coming in 2024, and they've already started filming both documentaries. So props to Box to Box, the company is producing this. We're doing such a bang-up job that more sports documentary uh, content is coming to Netflix
2: very, very soon. I love this, Ben. It is great. If you haven't watched it full swing, it is – I had low expectations when I started watching it, and I was mesmerized with what I saw. They reportedly filmed 60,000 hours and cut it down to an eight-episode – series 60,000 hours to get eight episodes so it is I mean every minute is well thought out uh it's very revealing and I felt like players were just an open book here yes we're gonna have to talk about this more later on I I agree with you on Ian Poulter and maybe to a certain extent Brooks Kepka uh in their decision-making going to live, I might have backtracked just a little on how strong I felt about that. God, me too. What, and and I, feel like, I feel like a rotten human. But <laughs> in, <laughs> in individual cases, I understand it better, and I'm not ashamed to say. Quark, you have the PGA's uh, – the PGA is at the Players' Championship this week. At TPC Sawgrass, the 17th hole, one of the hardest holes and most iconic holes, I guess is the way to say it, right? Yes. Have you seen this? the The PGA Tour, uh, their Twitter account, posted a video. They use shot tracker on the 17th hole on a typical day. Sawgrass is a public course, so you can pay like 900 bucks and play around golf there. So they put Shot Tracker on the 17th hole for one day. A hundred and seventy-five golfers came through. Golfers. Golfers. Not golfers. Golfers. Golf. (laughs) A hundred and seventy-five came through. Guess how many hit the green in regulation?
1: I have have not seen this. hundred and seventy-five. I'm going
2: to say... I'm going to say... Nineteen. Uh, you're not, it was a few more than that out of 175 attempts, uh, 95 players hit 95 players landed in the water with 102 balls. So, which means that there were several who, uh, who splashed it, <laughs> seven guys, uh, splashed it even from the drop zone, but 90, wow. 95 out of 175 Went in the drink there. The shot tracker. You can go to PGA Tour on Twitter and look at that. The shot tracker is that they made a YouTube video of it. It's hilarious where these balls went. And you think about this though: if you can afford to play Sawgrass, you're 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 a a bona fide diehard golfer, right? Like your Mickey Plyler status that you would spend that much money to go play there you're that connected with the sport you would think you're pretty good at the sport right 90, you would think 95 guys say "Bloop, no didn't make it in the-
1: <laughs> that's amazing i love that because that just gives me confidence to just go and uh go and uh, play better the next time so
2: that's good uh you got anything else for hump Day headlines today uh, i did repost a video earlier Uh, on Twitter, at Ben Milstead, of a 74-year-old man who goes into a pond in Florida to rescue his puppy that had just gotten snatched by an alligator. He pulls the three-foot alligator out from under the water with the dog in its mouth. And there's video of this. Pries the alligator's mouth open, releases the puppy. Puppy is fine. Man is fine. You're not taking my dog, not on my watch. Shoot! 74 years old. Yeah. I'm going in there after my dog, and he did. Holy smokes. Props to that guy.
1: Man, staring death right in the face and bringing his dog back. That's what's up right there. Give that man a medal. Um, Ben, we do have Clemson baseball coming up. Real quickly, I gave you three spread picks. We only have about 30 seconds. Uh, Colorado State minus two, looking very sharp right now. They're up seven at the half. St. John's minus five and a half against Butler, one of my two favorite plays. Howard minus seven and a half against South Carolina State. I don't know why this spread isn't double. They're going to win by at least 15. Uh, South Carolina plus seven, gave that one out for 25 bucks. My other favorite play, Nebraska minus five and a half against terrible, no good, awful, very bad Minnesota that's 40 bucks on that one and then I'm taking Georgia to be LSU LSU's 2 and 18